This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found modern mammals and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Lead Singer Syndrome is brought to you by Rockabilia.com. With over 500,000 unique band merch items, it's the best place to go shopping for Christmas. Use promo code PCLSS right now for 15% off your next order. I'm sick with this, I'm sick with this. Since you went to the bottom, large judgment. My arms went down, didn't teach what I thought. I didn't recognize you for this anymore. I don't want to be defeated, I don't want to be defeated, I don't want to be defeated. Yo, what's up, everybody? Shout out to my sinners worldwide. Welcome back to another episode of Lead Singer Syndrome. As always, I'm your host, Shane Told, as I take you into the world of rock and roll, where I speak to other lead singers about what it's like to be the front man or front woman of a professional touring rock and roll band. Right now, as I record this, I'm, I'm, I'm on the mean streets of Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, it's cold. It is cold uh, up here. Cold and very dark. That's the one thing, man. Like, this time of year in Europe, like, it's getting dark at, like, 3.30 p.m. And that, to me, that's the most depressing <laughs> thing about being over here. Um, I do love Scotland. It's beautiful. Very excited. We don't come over here, you know, Silverstein. We don't come over here that often and play shows, so it should be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, and we're here all week. If anybody's listening from the UK, we're going to be playing London at the Garage uh, on Saturday. We're playing in Newcastle. We're playing in Huddersfield, wherever that is. We're playing Manchester. So come on out. Tickets available at SilversteinMusic.com. And how about today's episode? Austin Night of Water Parks. Newer band, but awesome band. Really, actually, really sick. Really great band. Really great songs. And this dude's this dude's funny. This dude made me laugh a lot. Uh, so thank you to Austin for taking the time to do this from from your busy touring schedule. And uh, this is a fun listen. So sit back, enjoy. A lot of fun, but very informative. So take it all in. And of course, check out 
the new water parks record, which comes out January 26th on Equal Vision Records. It's almost Christmas time. I can't believe it. This year has flown by. It's been awesome. We're almost rounding the one-year anniversary of the All Access Club. And if you don't know what the All Access Club is, you probably haven't listened to this show before. But basically, if one episode a week is not enough for you, we have bonus episodes, one or two a month, interaction with me on the Facebook group and other fans of the show. We have a great community. I do a monthly question and answer session where I, you know, take some questions, play some tunes. We got Lead Singer Syndrome merchandise, merch shipped to your house every three months. And of course, it's the best way to support this show. Starts at only $6 a month. And trust me, from from me and all the other people in the club, we have a blast on there. So check it out, leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. Another way you can help the show, if you buy anything on Amazon, use the affiliate link. It's real simple. If you're just going to go, just use this link. It takes you right to the Amazon homepage. It's leadsingersyndrome.com slash Amazon. And speaking of Amazon, I do have my own wish list. So if you want to buy me something nice for Christmas, uh, I won't be mad about it at all. So check out leadsingersyndrome.com slash wish list. That's my personal curated list. I have everything from little silly things and things that I do use to record the podcast that I need, you know, little gadgets and microphones and stuff that I don't have. And of course, there's some big ticket items. If you're a big spender and you really want to show me the love, but hey, no pressure. I made a wish list anyways, so check it out again. Leadsingersyndrome.com slash wish list. Shout out to Silent Planet's Garrett Russell, who was on the show last week. What a great episode. Uh, go back, check it out if you missed it. And, you know, we have like 105 other episodes, too, uh, to check out. So feel free to go back, listen to the past episodes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss all the upcoming episodes. We got some really, really great stuff coming through Christmas and into the new year. Also, if anybody has any New Year's resolutions, I want to make a little bit of a list. I want to hear your New Year's resolutions. I want to post some of mine. I'm still working out my list. But I think spreading the word, talking about it, it will help, you know, give yourself a little bit of commitment maybe to to stick with what you're planning on doing. So feel free to hit me up on Twitter, at Lead Singer Sin, S-Y-N. We got an Instagram account, at Lead Singer Syndrome. And of course, you can email me, I read all my emails. I'm not particularly good at getting back to you, but I will always try my best. It is leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com. Anyways, let's jump in to this week's episode and my conversation with Austin Knight of Waterparks. Yo, awesome. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Driving through Lafayette, Louisiana. Ooh. About to stop at a Starbucks. My heart is going to be so full. Ooh. Um, yeah, and then tomorrow is the last day of our headline tour. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You, you, so you, you got the coffee or you didn't get the coffee? Not yet, but okay. I will. Okay. I will, we'll, we'll stay on the line. I'll let you go get some coffee. Uh, that'll be a podcast first. I like that. <laughs> You know, it's funny. It'll, it'll um, be very realistic. I, I like this, though. See, people need to know 
people need to be on the inside, you know, of what it's like right, to exactly. tour with water parks. You know what I mean? Right. See, currently look, look, I'm sitting. A, you hear that? There's sooner. a car horn in the background. Yeah, exactly. Like right now, we're in our vehicle thing. And if we hit somebody, you'll be the first to know. Dude, this could be like legal evidence. There yeah. could be a proceeding. I could have to fly down to Lafayette, Louisiana and be a, mm. like a witness. You might go to like weird court. Very, I mean, court down there must be. I apologize yeah. to people in the deep south because I, I just, you're like, it's like another world down there. Let's be honest. It's crocodile law. But you're not too far from home, really, right? Not like, you really, guys are from no, Houston, like, so. Yeah, yeah, it's like five or six hours, I think. Okay. So yeah, yeah. When you guys were starting out, did you guys do like, like, because I'm from Canada, so, you know, we, yeah. we played some weird places when we started because yeah. it was just close to us. Like, we went to the east coast of Canada, like, no one tours there, uh, but but you know it's probably the same for you guys. You guys take your van over to like Louisiana and play some shows. Yeah, we definitely did some weird southern stuff. Um, we we played like thing is we even did you know like the actual like cities you would typically go to, but the venues we did were just like horrifying. <laughs> like we played this creepy ass basement, and this like promoter dude was even creepier than the basement itself. Like, no, we've we've definitely done some like weird swampy shows. I love it. I love it, man. So you said you so you've been on tour for a while, uh, headline tour, yeah, and it's coming to a close. How's it been? Uh, this is kind of your first real like big headline tour, right? Yeah, um, it's been really cool. It's actually like uh, sort of the first tour I'm not. I'm like, usually I'm like, I'm ready to go home. Like I'm, I'm super fucking ready. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe with like a week or two left, but with yeah. this one, I'm kind of like, Oh man, I guess like the only thing that makes me want it or it makes, wow. <laughs> Again, coffee, <laughs> um, ambulance. The, uh, the only thing that's making me not want to keep going like every single day right now is that my voice <laughs> is just a little funky at the yeah. moment, but you know, if that was good to go, I'd be like, yo, let's do another. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I mean, when tours going well, you never want it to end, you know. And it's really, really, truly going well. I mean, for the most part, I've, I've been. We've all had our dark days of tour where right. it's like I'll do anything just to see like my apartment or my the inside of my own shower, um, right? You know. But um, yeah, your voice. I mean, dude. First of all, congrats on the new single. Um, Thank you. Blonde and a new records coming out. Entertainment coming out on January twenty sixth, which is rad. Yeah, rad as hell. And you know, you talk about your singing, man. What you do vocally is not—it's not easy. I mean, that's not easy to pull off. Um, just with you know, you put a, you squeeze a lot of notes in there. I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so, how's that been? I mean, a lot of times with singers, you know, like you go on stage, you play for thirty minutes, opening for somebody, you kind of do your best. But once you start headlining and you're playing a longer set, you kind of really come into your own. Is that is that what you're finding? Yeah. Yeah, I've realized that I have to find a lot more things to talk about between songs. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it's cool because, you know, like a lot of my favorites from the album weren't singles. I mean, because like I can recognize yeah. the difference between like, yo, this is a fucking tight song. And then like, like, but I can, I can still see that it's, I can be objective and be like, yo, but it's not a single. Yeah. And so with tours like this, we can actually play those. So it's fun. Um, yeah. But um, oh yeah, as far as as far as putting in too many uh, notes and everything, that's a real thing. There was uh, with uh, 
you know, all right, well, I don't know if you know him or not. You might. Um, you know Courtney Ballard? I, I, no, you know, I don't know. I've heard the name, though. I, I, I know, okay. you know, the same well, circles, but I know I don't know. Yeah, he's the fucking man, though. Like, he does, like, he's done our last, like, three releases. Like, yeah. him and, like, Benji and stuff. Yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> and he was even, like, like, typically he's on board with everything of, like, you know, me, like, saying too many words or doing too much stuff or whatever, but with the blonde course, he was like, maybe you should sing it, like, like, you know, without, like, this part of the run or this. And so I was like, Courtney, you gotta trust me. This runs the, <laughs> I was like, this runs the jam, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, so when you're writing, like, I mean, you guys, a newer band, three-piece band, I always, like, I'm, I've always been in bands with, like, five members, or I was in a punk band when I was a kid with four Dude, members. I don't know how you did that. That's, look, that seems so hard. To be in with a lot of members. Yeah, I could never do that. Well, it's, it's <laughs> weird. I mean, three's, three's a weird number, too, because then you have two guys agreeing on one thing, and one guy that either has to, like, fight his way if he, if he really believes in something, or just shut right. the fuck up. Three's right. an awkward, I think three is maybe tougher. Maybe. But like, we the thing is like we pretty much agree on everything. Like if we and if we don't, it's always like, ha, Otto, sorry. Ha, ha. <laughs> so he's the one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like like I remember even like local bands because I mean I've been in bands for like since I was like what thirteen or something fourteen, and they've pretty much always been three piece. Like I, I realized that uh, like last year I was like, man, I just. I don't do like big groups of people. <laughs> right. Well, well, I mean, the first thing about water parks that strikes me is the no bass player thing. Yeah. And three piece band with two guitar players. I mean, <clears throat> no one really wants to play bass. Let's be honest here. <laughs> no, uh, that's, but, that's not true. That's dude. Jeff, our guitarist wants to play bass and Otto, our drummer. He wants to play bass too. <laughs> like he begs, he's like, dude, let's just get a drummer and let's do this and let's do this. I'm just like, nah, dude. Cause then I like his, he told me the other day that he was considering dreads, and I was like, there's no way I'd be okay with looking to my right and seeing dreads. You are never going to play bass. <laughs> Dude, get him like an Adidas tracksuit. It'll be perfect, man. Capitalize on that new metal money. True. It'll, it'll work. But but no, seriously, though, like well, the decision to not have a bass player, it's like, it's just, it's kind of strange, you know? And like, even live, you guys don't have, have bass, do you? Do you have a bass player yeah. on this tour? No, we didn't. I, uh, we just like backed, like we, cause I recorded the bass on, uh, the majority of Double Dare, our album. Yeah. And then all the bass on the new one. Um, so we just take the bass from that, run it through, like with, you know, the tracks and everything. Okay. Okay. So that way we can like mix it in and make sure it's like loud enough and cool. And yeah. Yeah. And the bass player doesn't we, make we, any did, we didn't want it to ever. sound empty. Exactly. See, it's like, it's like, it's, it's the perfect version of me sitting down in a comfortable room playing with us. So there's not going to be a mistake. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, and working with with the Madden brothers is, is interesting. Um, also, yeah. So what's up with you? You, uh, you hating Canada? I don't hate Canada, dude. I just hate the cold. <laughs> like, That's not why you guys uh, dropped off that tour though, is it? Oh, no, 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 no. That's why I'm asking you about that. Oh, my bad. Because we were supposed um, to hang, you know? Like, like we had a date. It was supposed to be Benji and the boys and, and me and you guys. I'm so sorry. And then um, all of a sudden, you weren't there. I was like, oh, my God. I felt stood up. 
No, not at all. Okay, honestly. Hi, and this is my Starbucks order, and then I'm going to tell you why we didn't go to Canada. Okay, we're intently listening I, for the Starbucks. Yeah, order. and this this is this is when I'm being like nice to myself. Sorry, I'm doing a thing right now. Um, can I please get a uh, grande white mocha with no whip and a shot of raspberry, please? Ooh, uh, yeah. a raspberry. Because I'm worth it. Shame. Yeah. Did you just tell them your name was my name? Uh, no, thank you. I didn't. <laughs> Jeez, I, you better give me some of this. There we go. Thank you. Dude, how embarrassing would it be if like your card got declined for like four dollars on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. You got okay, that yeah, PD so money, man. I feel like when I'm on yeah, tour, true. I never actually use my credit card. I just have this money that's like given to me every day, and it's like it's right. kind of like it's not real money. And I Dude, can just throw, I know. throw it away and it doesn't matter what happens, you know? You know you know what's really fun is with this tour, I told our TM Lucas, like bless Lucas, dude, he's the best. I uh I told him I wanted it to be like Christmas themed. And so he went out and he got Christmas lights and stockings for everybody and like a Christmas tree. Wow. And yeah, and he puts our per diem in our stockings every day. Tight. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like every morning we're like, oh dude. That's funny, yeah. Getting in the Christmas spirit. That, that's, yeah, uh, for sure. That's that's very. Auto, nice. Auto hates Christmas time. Well, he doesn't hate Christmas time. That's a lie. But when I try and play that Michael Bublé album, like any time that's not within two weeks of Christmas, he gets super annoyed. Yeah, yeah. It's funny that you bring that up. So our, our guitar player Paul Mark, he warms up to the Michael Bublé version of I think it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Like, dude, I love he, that. He'll he'll sing that as his warm up in like dude like May. It doesn't matter. Yes. And I'm just so I used know. to hearing it. Sometimes you know we'll have people around when he's warming up, uh yeah. like you know friends or whatever and they'll be like is he singing a Christmas carol in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude. "Oh, yeah, dude, I don't even notice what he's doing. He's just been doing this for years." Dude, that album's like an all year long thing. I, I jam that in like August. Oh man, sure. Boo is God, what a dude! He's, I know. he's incredible. I'd, so, I'd be if I met him, I'd just be like, dude, I'd just give him like a really good like meeting a girlfriend's dad handshake kind of thing. You yeah, know what I mean? like a really good one. I feel like he deserves it. We went to an award show with him one time. Like he was, uh, I forget exactly. It was like the Junos, you know, like the Canadian Grammys. And he oh, was right. like, he was like hanging out. I didn't actually talk to him one on one, but he was like, he was like hanging around. He was like a cool dude. He wasn't like too, you know. He wasn't like too cool or whatever. So That's I, good to I back, know. I back Buble. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know what's funny, news. dude? I actually quit coffee. What? Three months ago. That's wild. Though. Why? I, I was you're, having. You're still here. I, I know. Well, it's funny, you know. Like I, I've always like loved coffee, and and like I don't do a mocha with whipped and and raspberry. Like I was just drinking like straight black coffee. You yeah. Know, like, fucking hook it to my veins. Like when, when I hate my when I hate myself, I drink iced americanos, and that's most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're in Europe, that's probably all you can get. Dude, in Europe, I, that's actually I quit drinking coffee while we were in Europe, yeah. just because uh, I didn't want to have to think about trying to find it every day, and it was cold, and I was just like, you know what? I'd rather just be tired. <laughs> well, that's funny because that's when it happened to me. But the reason I did it is actually I started getting pretty bad like acid problems. Uh, like acid reflux, like coming up and, and doing all kinds of horrible things to me. So the, the, the doctor said it, you know, it could be coffee, alcohol, spicy food, 
or eating late at night. And I'm like, well, oh, I'd be so sad if I had to give up any of the, oh, not the alcohol part, but like the spicy food and like, like eating at night and stuff. Those right. are like my favorite thing. Dude, me too. And, and I was like, well, uh, fuck, I can't. I'm like, okay, I'll start with the coffee, I guess. Cause I'm not yeah. giving up, I'm not giving up beer and I'm not giving up, uh, sriracha. So, you know, um, so I started with coffee and literally dude, the next day, uh, I just didn't drink coffee and the next day I didn't drink uh, coffee and like three days later I was like, I don't know. I'm fine. I don't need this. And I don't really miss it that much. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Oh my God. I said my first sip of it. I would miss this. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm a little jealous. Uh, in the back of my head, <laughs> I just woke up and I'm drinking a fucking Gatorade or something. So, Hey, whatever. Yo, Gatorade's tight though. It is. It's blue. Yo, I was was trying to boost morale a little bit. It wasn't low or anything. I was just trying to be a nice person. And we were at Walmart on an off day. And I was like, dude, I'm going to buy everybody Gatorade. I got Jeff the blue one. (laughs) I don't know why I find that so funny. It's it's (laughs) such a like... Because like for, for normal people listening... It's like, what's the big deal? He like, it's just a Gatorade. But like, when you're like a right, guy that goes on tour that. in a van and you have to drive for eight mm-hmm. hours, if you like find like a sick rest stop and there's like a, anything cool remotely to drink that you haven't seen before yeah. or like anything for free, it like mm-hmm. will make your day. Yeah, you know, no one seems to get this. Anyways, well, see, the thing is, like, since like, okay, I've fully taken advantage of us having like a full fridge on this tour. You know what I mean? Like yeah. an actual refrigerator. Cause you know, we're in a wagon this time. And, yeah. um, uh, the, like I fully go grocery shopping. That's like what I've been doing. I've been like, now fuck Wendy's, fuck all that. Yeah. Like, and so nobody ever wants to go with me when I'm like, Hey guys, there's a grocery store half a mile away. <laughs> and so when I get stuff like that, they're always like, Oh damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you're like, dude, you could have come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, I have a Canada, Canada. Huh? Where I I fully almost dodged that question about. You, oh, you did. Canada. I was just assuming at this point that you you had dodged the question. But okay, no, no, let's, I'm not. Let's talk I'm not about trying to why, do that. Uh, why you son of a I, bitch has dropped off the Canadian got, dates with Gatrell? I got nothing to hide from you. <laughs> um. Okay. So two super real ass reasons. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So one. At this point, we'd been touring for, like, if we did that, okay, I think we'd been touring for, like, like, maybe three months at that point, or, like, a little, maybe a little, actually, yeah, a little over three months at that point. Yeah. And, like, just mentally, there was a lot of, you know, weird, I guess, weirdness without being, <laughs> uh, I, it was just a, it was a kind of a weird time for everybody, myself included, and also, you know, cause we we're also considering the idea of making the second album right. and everything. And it was like, if we do that and then um, like, cause if we did the Canadian tour, we would then like, I think it was like a week later or something, go to Japan or no, go to LA to take care of like some other stuff, then go to Japan, then go to the UK, then come back. And shortly after start the full U S tour. So it was like, dude, if we don't take this break, we're not going to have any time to like mentally like recover as people. And plus like during that time, I think like, like that two weeks that we, you know, took, um, 
I think like four of the song, like four songs that made the album were like written and demoed out in my room. So it wasn't for nothing. I promise. Oh yeah. Yeah. And is that reason number, was that both reasons or is that just reason number That was one? both reasons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Men- mental stuff and yep. make the second album. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's fine. I get it, man. And like, yeah, like that, that tour was fun to, actually like in, and, um, but you know, like a lot of the people coming out for good Charlotte are, people that really want to see good charlotte oh dude i know trust and they me they want to see the hits from like you know 2003 and um and when, when you say they when you say they want to see good charlotte that means they only want to see good charlotte. that's kind of what i mean yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm alluding to um it was cool for us but then there was a couple shows like we played i think three casino shows oh weird which was oh it was weird yeah it was weird i've never played in a casino yeah, no, well, that's the problem. Then you lose all the money that you made that day from. Nice. Yeah, anyways, hey. So um, let's go back, dude. I want to talk. Uh, you have such a. Um, your band is such an interesting story. How you guys have kind of popped up uh, seemingly almost out of nowhere, but it's not out of nowhere. But I want to yeah. go back before that and talk about, you know, your early life, um, you know, growing up in Texas and, and um, you know, how it was like your family structure growing up and, and how you kind of got into music. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean,. Uh, my family's tight. They, um, my dad, uh, used to play like straight up just like the Beach Boys and like 80s stuff all the time. Nice. So that's kind of my first introduction to music. I saw the Beach Boys live like 13 times, I think. Whoa, really? Yeah, dude. No, he would, he would take us. Um, the first song I ever heard when I was born was Wouldn't It Be Nice? Um, sure, of course. Yeah, he, he he made sure. And, um, you know, we can fast forward a little bit in like fifth grade, this dude, totally not a tight dude. He was like my friend, but he was like a dick though. Uh, he was like, yo, you should play guitar in my band. I was like, I don't even have a guitar. And he was like, you should get one. I was like, we'll see. And so, um, you know, that was one of those whole like weekend things like, wouldn't it be tight to make a band? And, uh, sure, sure. except it kind of put the idea in my head. And that's around the time I started liking, um, I guess like, you can call it punkier music. Like I heard some 41 on the radio, just yeah. fat lip. And I just remember being like, dad, what the fuck? I mean, not like that. Cause I was in fourth grade, but <laughs> the fourth grade version of dad, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, and I just remember thinking it was so tight. And I didn't know what it was at the time, but there's something about the vocals. And I realized later it was the harmonies. And I was just like, damn, like in the chorus. Right. Um, cause like, I'm super obsessed with harmonies. Like, like new albums, basically just like walls of harmonies all Sick. the time. <laughs> um, and, uh, so yeah, I started playing guitar when I was like, I think 13 or I think I, I think I got it for, cause my birthday's in January. I think I got it maybe when I was 12 for Christmas or something, whatever. And, um, they were like, yeah, but you're gonna have to get lessons if you, uh, if you get this guitar. And I was like, okay. But they thought that was going to be like, you know, threatening enough to make me not want to do it. <laughs> um, so they didn't follow through right away. So I just kind of sat in the living room, just jamming like the same, like ugly riff over and over again. <laughs> like I'd play it for you if I had a guitar on me right now. Cause I still remember it. <laughs> I oh, played it for great. like a couple months. It was just annoying. And I think they got tired of hearing that and got me real lessons. Um, and so, yeah, that's when I started playing like printer didn't work at our house. And so my dad would bring home like a bunch of guitar tabs from the hospital he worked at. Cause he's like a nurse. And, uh, so he'd bring home like a bunch of Green Day and some 41, good Charlotte blank. But then he'd also stuff in there like a bunch of Van Halen and Guns N' Roses. Be like, you know, <laughs> nice. right yeah. there, man. That's what you got. Yeah. 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 So 
I just I I know way more classic rock songs than I should. Like Guitar Hero, I know all that. <laughs> nice. Did you have any brothers and sisters or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. I have a sister. She's really. Uh, I didn't get along with her until like a few years ago when she went to college and I started touring. Um, but now we like text and everything's tight. Um, yeah, it's funny how that she, happens. She's weird. Like, <laughs> um, no, cause like she, she was texting me and she's like, Hey, so I, I'm going to make a horror movie. I was like, okay. <laughs> and this is like a couple days ago actually. And she sent it to me and it was the, it was, I mean, obviously it was definitely like a, a joke thing, but, um, it's just like, Jesus Christ. And like every single response to it was, Oh my God, you're just like your brother. And I was like, Oh shit. I'm just like this. <laughs> and like, so I think, I think everyone in my family kind of acts the same. Like, cause everybody tells me I'm exactly like my dad. Okay. So, okay. And then I guess your sister's exactly like your dad too. Right. You didn't really notice until the other day. <laughs> See, uh, but I got my mom's side of this though. Like, because my mom's like, like she's very, you know, book smart. She loves to read. And she's like very like fitness oriented and all that. And I was the only one in the family that also liked to read and everything. Like growing up, she like made sure I was like super into it. All right. Um, and so I think that's how like the whole writing thing started for me. You know, it's just like, like I was constantly reading. I still read. It's just <laughs> not as religiously, but I brought a couple books on this tour. No, I think it's good. I mean, I mean, I don't talk. We don't talk about reading that much on this podcast, despite so many. You know, dude, reading is important. It's important for writing, absolutely. Like, yeah, you know, like it's funny when you. We were talking about. I was reading like a, a Bukowski book or something, mm-hmm. and um, was talking to like a couple friends about it, and and we started talking about Hot Water Music, you know, which obviously right. is a band, but it's also a, a book. And um, my other friend, because it's like three friends, uh, three of us were talking, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know there's a book." I'm like, "Yeah, that's a book." And then we went through all of the uh, Bukowski books that are names of albums by oh, bands, yeah. <clears throat> and it's like pretty much there's none left. Like every Bukowski book has become, except for like Ham on Rye, but that wouldn't be a very right. good <laughs> album title, you know. So it's like it, it is amazing how many uh, you know singers and bands really are into. You know, mm-hmm. classic literature, especially, but but just books in general, right? Yeah. See, like the way here's here's a test for anyone listening who is just try this for yourself. Turn off your autocorrect on your phone for a day, right? And and if you're fucking up, read a book. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. I I used to pride myself on being like a really good speller. And mm-hmm. now if I have to handwrite something out, yeah, dude, I, like, have I know. to think about it, like really think about it and kind dude. of visualize in my head how to, how to, it's crazy, man. Dude, low key, we did a spelling test on this tour, like, <laughs> like a spelling bee where, um, we looked up, I think it was Shout like to Scott David Tidmarsh. Sorry. Go on. Seriously. Yeah. We, uh, do you guys do SATs in Canada? We, no, we don't have SATs now. Okay. Well, it's like, a. You know what it is. I know right? what it is, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so we looked up SAT, like spelling words and everything, and we we're just like, oh my God, what is that? Yo, like, dude, okay, actually, I got to Google it because I messed this one up, but I'm going to ask you to spell a word. Hang on. Okay. This one ruined okay. my life. I was like, seriously? Like, in what world is that? Like, hang on. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Blend it up. Okay. Almost there. See, I'm trying to Google it, and it's like... <laughs> we have uh, editing, don't worry. 
Okay, cool. Um, okay, wait, I think this is it. Okay, keep, spell, spell, yep. spell mer. Mer? Yep. Mer, what's a mer? Use it in a sentence. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, let me find it. <laughs> Spelling words. Mer, do not look it up. Because it blew my mind the way it was spelled. Mer. I'm trying to remember how it's spelled so I can actually Google it. It's something crazy. Oh, because, yeah, I, I just don't even know what the word is. Mer. Okay, like, okay, I know, okay. like a murmur. Right. You know, it's, like a baby, uh, but I don't know. Mer. 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 <laughs> it doesn't sound like a real word anymore. Mer. Uh, it's like okay, noise. Okay. Yeah. Mer is like, um, hang on, pulling it up. Okay. It's like a small, like, uh, it's either like a perfume, like an incense, okay. or a small tree. Or a small tree? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I have no mer. idea. Mer, I would, mer, I would say like M-U-R-R or something like that. Right. But I, I was say. so wrong. It's M-Y-R-R-H. Oh, weird. M-Y-R-R-H. Like, you. you gave me mer as my word? Like, you asshole. Yeah, dude, I feel like kids around. I don't know. I never heard of this. Never heard of this. But mm-hmm. hey. Anyway, Not we're a little off track, all. but that's okay. So, so you're, uh, so you're 15 years old. You, um, you're, <laughs> your asshole friend who, yeah. at the time, you didn't realize was going to change your life completely forever. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was like 12. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 12. You got a guitar. I don't know why yeah. I said 15. I knew it was 12. <laughs> so you started playing, taking lessons. You started getting pretty good. Yeah. Um, how did how did it start, though, Like that it got more serious? Did you play in some bands? Uh, yeah. I'm sure some of them were horrible. Yes. Probably pretty funny. What were they yes. called? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> Go, give me one. Come on. Give me one. Give me the exclusive on one former mm, awesome right, night let band. Th- let me think. Um, oh, you know. I'm just trying to. I'm, oh, you I'm know. Trying, I know. No, I'm trying to think of one you can't Google. Um, <laughs> um, oh, dude. The, okay, this is still the tightest band name in the world. Actually, I just remembered this one. And this band only lasted like a month maybe because it was really bad and I didn't want to keep doing it. But, um, dude, I was in a band called Death Breakfast. Death Breakfast? Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like it for some reason. There's that new band, Japanese Breakfast. I think Death Breakfast that, is oh. even better. Yo, Death Breakfast is a tight name. It is tight. <laughs> I'm not sure what it means, but it. it I, Me imagery, either. Imagery comes to mind. So, oh, it could have like like pancakes of blood on them. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's true. It's it like you know, um, you know. I don't know if you ever watched Dexter, but yeah, you know, like. In the, oh, that's the whole thing, actually. Yeah, you know the like the beginning scene where he's yeah, getting yeah. ready for work and like. Oh, it's so gross, it, but I like never skipped it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Oh man, I love that. How how you can you can make anything you know sort yeah. of innocent look look scary. Like he, I he's love that. saving, and I was just like, oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, so good. Um. Yeah. So so. T- anyways, talk to me about that about that though. How you kind of came into your own and became, you know, did um, you did you know at this time? You were going to be playing music like you are now? Did you know you were going to be uh, like an artist? Not really. Like, like, do, what did you think you were going to do when you were in high well, school? I mean, okay, high school is different. See, junior high, I was kind of like, all right, starting to kind of mess around a little bit. And then um, at the place I was taking lessons, I met um, 
you know, some people tried making a band and, uh, it was real bad, like super bad. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> uh, the first, actually, I think the first recording of that band, I wasn't even singing and I was just playing guitar at the time, but it was a juice box cover, you know, the strokes. Yeah. 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 Um, I think I, I bet my mom still has that somewhere actually, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we started doing shows and stuff. Um, <clears throat> that drummer is actually who I made most of my bands with, the guy I met over there. Um, actually, I had him in mind for water parks, even. Um, it just didn't work out, though. Um, but, yeah, I started doing shows and everything, and I became the guy that had flyers every day at school for right. a show coming up. Because, <laughs> actually, the venue that we played, like, most of the time was about, like, you could basically see it from the school. Oh, like okay. from the high school. Yeah, super close. It's awesome. But um, yeah, that is basically where I learned. Like, I, I built that like thick skin of like no one gives a fuck. Yeah, and because I mean, you know, people would be like, you know, they'd rip flyers and be like, no, or blah, blah, just you know, all kinds of stuff. But um, I'm not saying that in like a pity me way. I'm saying it in like a it was an important part of developing way. Because now, if someone doesn't like it or like talk shit or whatever, it really doesn't phase me. Like, sure. Of course. It's like I, I, I grew up with the internet. The internet is so mean. Yeah. <laughs> like I went to junior high, had the internet, and went to high school. Like it's it's a little tough to get under my skin at this point. That's true. Yeah. Like you're a generation kind of below me. And it's, it is funny because I don't think like I'm, I'm 36, right? And mm. I don't think I got my first email address until I was like 16 or 17 years old. And that was like Whoa. my first hotmail Right, you know, thing like when Hotmail shout came out, out to Hotmail, you know, it's a fuck yeah, shout out to Hotmail. But it was, you know, so like social media didn't exist until I was like well into my twenties, you know. That's um, crazy. Yo, so, did you have AIM? Oh yeah, I had AIM. What was your screen name? Uh, I had one, at one point it was um, Shane is a real boy. Okay, uh, it's not bad. It's not embarrassing. Shout, shout out to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, no, I, I didn't have anything, anyone, any like two weird ones. My first email address was gmoney at hotmail.com. There it is. So That's that MySpacey one. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's yeah, it's just funny. Like, like you're right about, about how the way you've grown up and stuff in this time, you know, you're like, I think, I feel like it makes you a little more understanding of what people your age and younger, how they kind of feel about things and how they're like, yeah. what they're into on the internet and what they entertainment wise, what kind of works for them. Because like, you're, oh, sure. you're really good. Like you're really good on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> like your Twitter account's funny as hell. And everyone really should, bad at Twitter. Everyone should follow you. Give them the plug. <laughs> Isn't it just at Austin? At Austin, yeah, I but got spelled lucky. with a W or in you know, yeah. Google it. Well, he'll you might have trouble, whatever. But you know, but you're really good at that stuff, and I, it totally makes sense that it's just about when you grew up, like because of yeah. your age. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. I mean, like, dude, seriously though, like the MySpace era was so important. Like, I don't think I don't think people give it enough credit because it was goofy though. But like, like I learned so much in that time. Yeah. And like, honestly, if you think about it, that's like the last time a new culture has emerged. Like, as far as like a subculture goes, I mean, like, because everything since then has been people regressing back to like, 
you know, like a 50s dad haircut look or like a <laughs> 90s. No, I'm serious. Or like a 90s yeah. grunge thing with like flannel and no showers and shit. Like, but if you think about it, nobody looks like a MySpace kid. Like if you look at a MySpace kid, you're not like, oh, it's a hippie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like the last time there's been like a new cultural like I've, person. I have not thought about that, but I think you're right. <clears throat> it's true. Like, and the thing is, no one's done anything that creative since. No, I guess not. I haven't, I haven't thought about it, but I mean, I, I think, I mean, like the biggest thing about MySpace, I mean, is all the social media that exists now, mm-hmm. it all stemmed from MySpace in some exactly. way, shape or form. Yeah. It was such a big influence on culture. And the thing is, everyone's going to laugh at it because they're like, oh, Shutter Shades, Crunk, whatever. But like, realistically, that shit shaped all of this. Yeah, it did. You're, you're totally right, man. We're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back with more from Austin Knight of Waterparks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. I want to take a quick second to tell you about a new sponsor of the show, rockabilia.com. That's rockabilia.com. They are the best in the band merch business. They have over 500,000 unique items. Stuff so unique, you know, you won't see it at Hot Topic or, or Spencer's or any of those you know, mall stores, you're going to get something very unique at rockabilia.com. Also, everything they sell is officially licensed directly from the bands. There's no bootleg merch like you have to watch out for on Amazon and especially on eBay. So everything's legit. The money goes right back into the pockets of the bands. But best of all, I got a promo code for you. And this is a good one. 15% off your next purchase. Use promo code PC. L-S-S. That's P-C-L-S-S at rockabilia.com. Go over there, get a shirt, whether you're picking it up for yourself, giving yourself a little Christmas present, maybe you're buying something for a loved one, but whatever you buy, it's going to be cool because they have a lot of different stuff, like I said. So head over to rockabilia.com today, use promo code P-C-L-S-S, and grab something super rad. So, anyways, okay, let's. We're getting way off track, and I, I yeah, yeah I, I was about to say I don't remember what the question was. So much was. to talk about. Um, <laughs> no, this is great. I, I'm really enjoying this, by the way, man. But um, so, when you're in high school and you're you're handing out flyers, and no one gives a shit, yeah. really. Oh, true, yeah. And I'm sure like <laughs> people are telling you, oh, like this is this band thing isn't going to work out or whatever. Dude, I had so many teachers tell me that. You have no idea. Oh, yeah, like, sure, dude. First, did you day think of, it was going uh, to? Yeah. I, I, well, the thing is, to be in a band okay because there's only a couple types of people that are in bands especially at like a local level it's either very determined smart people who are gonna do what they can to make it happen or it's like the burnout dudes that are like oh yeah i'm in a fucking band because because i'm in a band completely delusional yes right but the thing is what's yeah but what's real though is both are delusional oh you have to be delusional like the thing is Looking back at that, I was like, dude, I literally have, like, like seeing where I was at, I was like, okay, you, you don't know anybody in the industry. You have zero connections. You have nothing. You have to, like, because then 
think past high school. This is where, you know, your parents' friends start asking you, like, how your little band is doing and your parents are getting nervous. I was in community <laughs> college, like, to make them happy and shit because you know, I didn't want to freak them out. But at a certain point, I did quit to pursue this full time. Yeah. And I, I know that freaked them out. And there were times they're like, so when are you thinking of going back? And, you know, all that. And it's, it's totally understandable. Like, I hope my kid's a doctor, lawyer, vet person. Like, I hope they do all of this. <laughs> they probably won't but, be, but okay. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> but if you think about it, you have to kind of be delusional to be like, like thinking that you're going to be able to make it. Because if you're like, I mean, I, if you, if you talk to people in Houston, you'll like who, you know, regularly have gone to shows over the last like, you know, 10 years or whatever, there's basically like a 90% chance you've met me or taken a flyer for me or a CD or whatever. And to keep going after years and years and years of nothing and you still don't know anyone yeah, and it's kind of picking up and everything. And you're still like, you have to tell yourself like, this is going well. Like I'm going to be able to do this. Like this is going to happen. Like those are delusional thoughts for sure. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. I mean, how did you guys get hooked up with like Equal Vision and all that? Because you guys See, had a, a, quite a few EPs before, yeah, you know, that were self-released. I'm so glad we did that though, because that's like how we live, <laughs> pretty much. It's like because I didn't like I made sure we didn't sign those over to, yeah. when we got signed. Like we kept those, and that's just like every week. It's like oh cool iTunes, <laughs> but um, sure. the way we met Equal Vision again. This is the most local fucking band thing you're ever gonna hear. I got one of our music videos. Like when, like back from our friend John, who shot it and everything. It was this one called "I'm a Natural Blue," and um, I took that and I sent it to like maybe three, maybe four labels. Um, in the whole demo submission local band box thing on the website, right? The yeah. thing that the thing yeah. that nobody checks. Yeah, so um, I sent that and I was just like, "Yo, um, in this band called Water Parks, here's a new unreleased music video. If you like it, I've got some demos." And that was it, you know, just like very simple and um, like no like press kit or anything like that. Cause I have made press kits. I actually gave one to Kevin Lyman once super corny, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And then like maybe a week later they were like, yo, this is really cool. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay, cool. And um, that, was, that was EVR. Yeah, that was EVR. And um, that was our, and our Francesca. Yeah. And um, yeah, she told me later, well. she's like, she, yeah, yeah, she's like, I've, I never checked that folder, but something was like, like that day was like, you should check on it. And we were like at the top. Right. <laughs> so I was like, we just got super lucky. And then with the whole Madden thing, like, um, they were like, so who do you want to make? Uh, like, cause they were, they were trying to set it to where we would be going and doing like co-writes. And they're like, so who would you want to work with? And I was like, uh, and they like, so it showed a list. So I put it in order of like people we could go like check out their studio for. And like, cause it was like who we were going to make cluster with, you know, our EP. Yep. And, um, so I put the Maddens at the top. Cause I was like, oh shit, Madden bros. <laughs> um, and, uh, then they heard it and we're like, we, we were scheduled to go out there maybe three in like three weeks or something, except they heard it and like DM'd us and they're like, yo dude, what's up? Oh, I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like we're all at work and stuff. And, um, was this like Benji? This was Joel. Joel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, then Francesca hit me up and was like, so what are you doing tomorrow at like noon? I was like, uh, I don't know what's up. And she was like, okay, well, do you want to be, uh, or she's like, how about lunch with the Madden brothers in like LA? 
I was like, fuck. So, Sick. so um, everybody had to kind of quit their jobs because we were out of off time from like promoting and, uh, you know, playing shows out of town and all that. So everybody had to quit. Jeff and I bought swimsuits because we we're like, California. And um, <laughs> yeah, so 6 a.m. getting dropped off at the airport. Shout out to my mom. And um, yeah, dude, they were like, so we're starting a management group. And right. they like explained how it was going to work and everything. And um, it just they were like, so do you want to be like, like the first band on it? We're like, yes. <laughs> and so... Um, yeah, like we were just supposed to go and like do songs with them, but instead it wound up being like, wow. Full on. Yeah. And, um, then when they heard, cause I had the demos for like Crave, Territory, Maddle. Yeah, it was Crave, Territory, and Matt all the time. Three songs from Cluster. Um, and they heard those cause they're like, what do you have? And they were like, yo, look, if you don't want to do any of those co-writes, you don't have to do it. I was like, cool. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Great. So yeah. Um, so you guys don't like, do co-writes. No, like the only one that we've ever put out was uh, this one called Hawaii. Yeah, that's the only co- that's the only co-write we've done. No, it's that's it's refreshing to see that you know I think like because we've never done you know my band's never done any co-writes either, mm-hmm. and I feel like I, nothing against bands that do it. Mm-mm. You know, I, I, it's fine. You know, Not I guess. But like, if I'm a fan of a band, I like to think that they write their own songs. Right. Do you know I what mean, I mean? Like, I like I'd, to I'd think that the words and the, and, the, and the melodies coming out of out of Austin's mouth, he came mm. up with, and it's like his art that I'm supporting. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, That's like, just maybe I'm a little old school, or maybe I'm no, the opposite no, no, like, of old school. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little new punk, school. but but at the same, I, I just really like like I like the idea that my favorite bands write their own songs. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like, because even with Hawaii, like he would suggest lyrical things. Uh, it was uh, Mike Green, and. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I was like, nah, I don't know. Like, so like still, you know, all the words are mine, like half the melodies, um, like half the guitar stuff. So, I mean, like, again, like uh, we had to make sure it was still like water parks because there's like, we tried another session in the beginning, like around cluster time. And it was just a very like shitty contrived thing where you could tell they were just trying to push like a pop song or like, like a pop punk song. And it was like, no. No, thank you. Shit. This is really weird. Like the like the lyrics and everything were so bad. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I would feel like legitimately embarrassed singing this. Well, sure. Like, That's the thing. At the end of the day, you have to be happy with it. D- well, yeah, Benji- because they're like they go would ahead. go to bed. They like sit like whoever that I'm not. I don't want to say the name or anything because he's like very nice. But like for example, like if like we did that song, I would be singing that for the rest of my life. And even if I like, you know didn't like it or care about it, didn't represent us, whatever. And then he would go to bed and do it again with another band the next day. So it's like, he's not that, like, you have to yeah, make he's sure. he's not that if, attached to it, sure. Yeah, if if you're going to write with somebody, you've got to make sure they care about your band as much as you do. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that's a good point, too. Yeah, I mean, like, because the thing is, point. I started writing with other bands, like, for them. And the thing is, I haven't done anything with anybody, like, I that that I don't love. Like, where I would care, like, like I basically only have worked with bands that I would be in <laughs> if they were like, yo, yeah. would you fill in? I think that's a good approach. Yeah. It's a good approach. So the new record, uh, which again, yeah. uh, entertainment out January 26th for the people listening, uh, Benji Madden produced it, right? 
Yeah, Benji and Courtney. Oh, okay, cool. And how's that? Like, was it? I mean, just from a kid, like you know, you talk about hearing some forty-one on the radio, you know, and mm-hmm. like all that stuff. You must have been a good Charlotte fan. As yeah, well. for sure. Was it weird oh, having was- having a guy like him listening to every you know vocal you do on the record, like right there? Was that like? It's kind of cool. He's very like he he's so psyched on us though that like like he's he's pulled me to the side and been like yo like because I've had doubts and everything I'm like yo are we sure this is actually cool like is this good <laughs> like is this is this better than the last album and he's like dude if it wasn't I promise I would tell you I have no reason to lie to you sure like like he's like if there comes a time when you stop writing fucking awesome songs we might have to take a step back and be like all right let's see like what else we can do blah blah, blah. he's like but that hasn't happened yeah. You're, it's good. <laughs> well, it's a big so, record for you guys, man. I mean, this is like this is record LP number two. I mean, yeah, I've I've talked about it on the show in great length about how you know the sophomore record is the make or break for a band, and you guys just mm-hmm. coming off a big like your first record, big headline tour. I mean, this could put you guys into the stratosphere. Whoa! <laughs> Someone drop a pizza plate. What is that? Uh, someone at Starbucks dropped something metal. I do not know what. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. It just depends, you know, like on the behind the scenes work, really, because thing is, when I listen to it, I'm like, okay, songs are there for sure. Like, it's it's bigger than Double Dare. It just is. Yeah. And so, I mean, as long as it's pushed correctly and, you know, marketed correctly, like, I mean, all, like I can only do so much, you know what I mean? Like with the visuals and like very specific, like for pictures and videos and all that, like I control everything I can, but at a certain point, <clears throat> like, I mean, it just has to be on, you know, right. like, well, part of it's this just like, a, it's an intangible thing, but well, I, you, know, I guess the thing, that, the thing about your band, or something. the thing about your band, I'm going to speak very candidly is yeah. you guys tend to cater to a younger crowd you know and you guys have this kind of youthful thing going on like you know you're kind of joking around like between songs and sometimes during songs uh you know it's something that you do and is it the kind of thing where is is this like by design or is this just kind of who you are or are you really trying to kind of cater to a younger fan base Oh, no, it's very much just who we are. Like, if I decide to, like, follow Jeff around and, like, sing in his mic and not let him do anything or whatever, it's just because I think it's funny. Right. Like, it's definitely not like, what are girls going to think is cute? Like, <laughs> sure, that'd be the most creepy garbage, like, approach to, uh, I don't know. No, no it's absolutely. definitely. It absolutely would be. But at the same time, do you think that it it alienates some, like, maybe some older fans, maybe some people that aren't? just don't feel kind of in on the joke. Do you know what I mean? I understand. I mean, if they don't want to watch this have fun, they should probably just listen to the CD because <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I would at least hope our shows are always pretty fun uh, or like I have fun doing them because I mean, if we get to the point where we like brand new that shit and we play a song and they were all self-indulgent and like ring out some fucking, you know, like bendy chords and put on the reverb and like it's super self-indulgent with it like that's gonna be so boring i hope we don't get there but yeah. oh sorry i just kind of shit on brandy well it's okay now i guess whatever um well yeah <laughs> there's been some yeah there's been some news <laughs> recently maybe you've heard they're, yeah they're, they have good songs etc blah, blah, blah. but yeah like when i saw them i was so bummed because i drove like six hours with auto our drummer actually 
and because uh, they were doing like a festival thing, and they played like two singles out of like twenty songs, and like they straight up would just like after the, they played like everything from Daisy and like Loki. I don't really care for that album. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, <laughs> Loki on a podcast, great. Um, but well, it's their worst yeah. album. It's their worst album, oh, it is, but yeah. you know. But they played everything from it, and then after the song was over, they would continue to just, like, ring out the chords for an extra, like, five minutes with, like, no vocals or anything. It was just like, dude, please just play, like, a fucking jam. Like, you have them. You have jams. Yeah. Like, why are you ignoring them? No, um, I get it. I get it. And and they're, I mean, they're a band that you know, they tend to do everything wrong and everything goes right for them, <laughs> except for recently. Uh, right, you know, which oh yeah, but back to what we were good, saying but... though, like it's just like yeah, we're very like having fun on stage is just something like I've literally always just done it, and I hope we continue to have fun on stage because yeah. if it's not fun, then like I mean, like I don't want to say then why are we doing it because like I'd be a, like a fucking liar if I was like oh this is not partially a business because it is sure it's like it's you know obviously what's keeping me alive, um, but I mean if it's not fun then that just fucking sucks, you know? I, I agree, man. I agree. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's rad. I like that you're, this is just, you're now talking to you. Like, I understand this is just your personality, you know, and it spills into it. Like, you know, I, I remember on Warp Tour seeing your posters that you plastered or well, equal vision plastered all over the park every day, you know, with a little note <laughs> from you. I didn't think they were going to make those. They Dude, were all it like, was yeah, so, what do you want to put on a poster? It was very cringy. It was cringy, man. Like, I I tripped it pretty hard. I'll be honest. I was like, That's what funny. is, who is this guy? And why does he That's have a me. W in his name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my parents almost named me Thor. That would that would be pretty badass. No, it wouldn't. That's, that's expectations. I'm born with expectations if my name is Thor. Like, because my middle name's Constantine. Because that's my grandpa's name. Yeah. And uh, my last name's Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T. So I'd be goddamn Thor Constantine Knight. That does sound, like, yeah. You don't have the body type for that, man. I really don't. Like, I'd, be, I'd have to be like a wrestler. <laughs> like, people would be like, oh, we're, they're like Thor Constantine Knight. I'm going to, they're like, okay, that's the guy we have to beat up to be the badass. And I'm like, nah, dude, don't do that. <laughs> um, I do have a question about your songs. So I, I listened to yeah. your, your last record, Double Dare, and I think your songs are awesome. But Thank you. I really, really like, really like the, the songs and I really like the way they're arranged and everything. But I always wonder how you decide from a production standpoint, like which songs are going to be more kind of like punk rock songs and which songs are going <clears> to <throat> be like more electronic or have electronic elements. Right. Um, honestly, it seems like a like, lot of them you could go either way. Yeah, yeah. Like I, especially with the album, like we really got the chance to do it because it's more than five songs. But like, we really wanted to just make sure it was like, yo, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Like, fuck all these stupid-ass blogs being like, pop-punk sensation. Like, it's not. So right. we're like, okay, we ha- like let- this is a chance to show that it's, like, more than that. And Definitely. So, I mean, that's what we did. Like we, we, I, like, we really wanted to just leave the door open. So it's like, if we wanted to make a fucking pop song, it's like, they can't just be like, yo, they just went full on pop. I'm like, no, dumbass. Like, have you heard Take Her to the Moon? Like, that's straight up like Carly Rae Jepsen right there. Or like, <laughs> if we wanted to be like hard as fuck or whatever, it could be like, have you heard a little violence? Like, if we, like, because the thing is, 
the new album, Entertainment, that's just a further expansion. Like we do more shit to where it's like, hopefully people are going to go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but in a good way, right. because that's the thing. Like a good song is a good song. You can throw different instruments on it. And as long as the actual song is there, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, yeah. Like, dude, we like, we straight up did like, kind of like a hardcore song on here. <laughs> We've got like trappy shit. We did like, there's dude straight up. There's a song with no real instruments. Like, and I just think they're like a vocoder the whole fucking time. Whoa. Like, like, oh, dude, there's, there's one song I legitimately did not think we were going to use it because it's full on like Jason Mraz, like white guy in a fedora song. <laughs> and no, like we used the shit out of it. They were like, yeah, like Joel was like, that's the biggest chorus you've ever written. I was like, fuck. All right. I guess we're using it. Right. But, <laughs> I mean, like, like, but again, there's still like, like pop rock elements to it. There's still like, like electronic punky shit. Like there's like, we literally just want to be able to do whatever we want. Like, because like, again, with the age of the internet, dude, like people like different kinds of music and that's fine. You don't have to make like, you don't have to classify yourself as one thing. I mean, people, especially like if you look at like streaming and shit. Yeah. Like, people's playlists are eclectic. Like <laughs> you can be like one of those white girls who like prides yourself and being like, I listen to everything. And then they go, except for country. <laughs> and then, uh, and like, it's fine. Like, like I want our album to feel like, to feel like a white girl's playlist. Right. Well, I, I like that you take a song by about. song approach. I think some bands don't do that. And I think right. that's good. Well, it's important. Like every song needs to be like good enough to be, like the biggest single, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if we were on a major label, I'd want them to look at it and go, okay, any of these songs can go on radio, like depending on like which radio we push it on right. and crush it. No, you want them, you want this choice of a single for the label to be difficult. If the choice of right. a single see, is easy, you probably either you have like an undeniable hit or right. you wrote a bad record. That's, yeah, that's, exactly. that's my opinion, you know? So, mm -hmm. uh, speaking of, of random things, uh, what's up with, uh, felony Steve? <laughs> um, wait, how updated are you? Well, I was Googling it. Yes. Did you know, by the way, before we get into that, did you know that yeah. if you, when I Google your name on the first page is like a really creepy fan fiction story. Yo, I started. Okay. Yeah. I know about <laughs> fan fiction now. <laughs> Dude. Like, and <laughs> they're so weird. Okay. Like. Um, I found this one, like, you know, the band as it is. Yeah, of course. My, my okay, cool. yeah, yeah, we're on tour with him right now. And, uh, Patty and I found this one about him and I like banging each other. Oh no way. <laughs> and we, we did like a table read and it no. was so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my God. I love those guys. Tell those guys I said hello. Yeah, well, but, I was uh, fucking dying. Oh, my God. I have a felony Steve. Felony um, Steve. What's up with that? The new mixtape so, from Austin yeah, Knight. I've got some. Well, it's from Felony Steve. It's a different guy. Oh, I'm sorry, um, it's not you. You've you yeah, just yeah. we're just talking about this random guy. That's not you. Okay, go on. Right. I've got some friends. There's Lil Kids Bop. There's Felony yeah. Steve. There's AKA AK69. AK does not have to stand for Austin Knight, but it could. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on over there. But basically, I mean, because like I mentioned before, like you know, I demo out our songs and everything. Sometimes. I don't want to, and but I still want to be like creative or like like 
fuck around with friends. And it's like, sometimes if we're like at dinner or whatever, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, cause I mean, <laughs> most of my friends and I, like, we don't really like, like get high or drink or whatever. It's just like, yo, let's make like a fucked up stupid song. And I'm like, okay. And so like the mix, a uh, money mountain volume two was basically like, <laughs> yes. uh, it was a lot of, it, it took, it's, it's been being recorded for like, maybe like a year, just on and off. Um, like low key, like I could definitely drop a second one, like right now. Like I've got the stuff for it. I was waiting on a couple features, like, cause I've got a few friends that were like, yo, I want in on that. <laughs> um, but, uh, I just got in like a few, it was maybe like a week ago. Um, right. I, we were in, where was it? Uh, where were we? Is the venue that's, it's cold. What's the venue that's, hang on. <laughs> What's a venue that's cold? I suck. Um, I think it was in Maryland. I might know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It was Baltimore. Maryland. It was in Soundstage Baltimore. or Ramshead or uh, Soundstage. Yep, Baltimore yeah, Soundstage. Cool. Yep. Yeah. That's, okay, so that's where we were, and the wagon door opened because someone was getting off, and someone yelled "Free Little Kids, Bob," and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and so I poked my head out, and I was just like, "Yo, y'all want the mixtape?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I was like, "All right, cool." So I went and I uploaded it. <laughs> and uh um john and i uh john's like our photo video dude and um dude he's been like my best friend since like sixth no seventh grade that's so sick. and um oh. yeah, yeah um and uh we we uh shot two music videos for two of the songs on this tour but like i decided like i didn't want to do any uh <laughs> i uh, would never do like a full song like i wanted each one to just be like 30 seconds to a minute. Right. Well, the one, the one with the video that I saw where you're making it rain, uh, that's, oh, yeah. that's got some pretty high production value. I was impressed. Thanks. I did it myself in the, uh, uh, just like on my rig. I brought all that stuff like with me on this run. Wow. Yeah. I think, let me see, like not including felony Steve stuff. I think I've made like five or six new songs on this tour. So literally this this shit is just all for fun. And like, and and is there any fear? I'm just gonna give you my serious my serious question. Is there any fear it. that with this stuff it's gonna like you know, dilute like what you're doing with your main act of water parks? Like you have this record coming out that's so important for your career, you know, right. in, in like a what a month and a half and um you're like kind of fucking around with this other shit. Like <laughs> does does that is that a good idea? Do you not care? It's, it's does not, the label it's, care, it's, you know? The label the label did care. I will explain that. But I'm going to say I want to like say before that I'm not fucking scared of it because like just like with our music and like the genres we decide to hit in the moods and the subjects and the shows and everything. Like I it's so fucking important to just show that like at least for me that we're not a fucking one. I'm not a one dimensional person. Like nobody is like, like you can see like, like heavy bands and stuff. And it's like, Oh, they have to be like hard all the time right. or like a cute acoustic guy. It's like, Oh, he's like heartbroken all the time. <laughs> like, like I think it's so important, especially now, like when people can see your real life to show as much of your real life as you possibly can. And it's like, yeah, I like to fuck around. It's like, yeah, sometimes I'm real like, like, I'm, like, very, like, anxious or depressed or whatever. Like, I've got that shit going on. 
working on it, but I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that like I'm a bummer and I'm down all the time and shit. Like I still do goofy things or I still feel good about things or still what it, like it's it's like my main like inspiration with shit I think is like Donald Glover. Because like he's very serious, you know, artist. Like he right. does all the childish Gambino stuff, but his stand up was so fucking funny. Right. Like you can do more than one thing. Like I don't feel like to put yourself out there, you have to have this like weird made up persona of like, oh, I'm deep and profound all the time. R- right. But in, in your like in your band, you're not really you don't really have that persona at all. Like you're almost never serious. Well, if you look at the songs, well, the song, yeah, the songs, but I mean, yeah. in terms of like how you are as a, as a person and you know, like music's always like that, like music, when you write a song, you're always kind of going deep into your soul and, right. you know, and, and expressing yourself. I mean, you should be, um, mm-hmm. but then like, yeah, with, with your personality <clears throat> is, is, I don't want to say one dimensional, but you, you are, you're always kind of this like funny guy, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I mean, we've put out certain videos where it's, uh, less like that, like the Royal video, it's pretty serious. The 21 questions video is pretty serious. Like this video, right. we actually just, we just shot another video, a legitimate video, um, maybe like a week ago for one of the new songs. Cool. And that's not, it's not a funny one. Um, and then I've also made it a point online to, cause you know, I've got my Twitter and everything, but then I also have this account on this, uh, this site called ask FM. Yeah. And, um, that's a, I like, it's, it's not in all caps, <laughs> And I definitely like if people like are trying to like talk about shit. Well, I mean, some of it's goofy, some of it's not, but um, it just depends on my mood that day. Um, but you know, it can be like very, very real on there, right? And like try and like help people with shit, and like it's it's legitimately just whatever I'm feeling. Like if the balance happens to be a little bit more goofy than serious, I'm psyched because that means I'm in a good mood <laughs> and I'm in a better place for the most yeah. part. Yeah, you know. No, man, it's good. I think it's good that you're venturing out into different things. And, um, yeah, what, what, so the label was pissed about Felony Steve? Yeah, well, I guess so, man. It's just like petty shit. Like, it's not hurting anything. It was for free. It's not water parks. Like, it didn't cost anything. Right. But, yeah, it's the whole thing. Like, your lawyer's like, so they're saying, but I was like, fuck it, whatever. I'll put it up at some point. Right. Okay. Well, whatever. I understand, though, that, that, they're working on you guys and this is a big record and they don't want things to get in the way. So I, I get that, that side of things too. Right. So, but not a lot of time between records either. I mean, you're, I feel like yeah. double there just came out. Like you guys have been busy. Yeah, dude. Like I, I think that's part of the, or it's, it's something I want to change about, I guess like rock bands in general or bands in general. It's like they're, I think they're like the slowest working musicians these days. And that's not their fault. It's just like, I mean, bands sit on a release for like two and a half years with like deluxe edition shit and like whatever. Yeah. But like, I think that's bullshit. Like if Drake can put out something every six months, I think we should try. Yeah. Shout out to Drake. Like, I, I, yeah, shout out Dude, to Drake. Houston, like, I Houston's wanted... got a Drake connection, right? Yeah. Isn't that where he got to start? Uh, I think he did some shit there. I don't, I, I know he's like a Canadian dude. He's with you. Yeah, I know. He's from Toronto, the six. Come on. Yeah. I don't I know this, but no, I know, you he, know. He, he got his like uh yeah, some somebody down in Houston like kinda produced his record or something like that. Yeah. And that's how we got started. I with. went to a studio in Houston once and it was like Beyonce and shit. I was like, yo. Uh like where they done all all these like cool ass things like that. But um 
Wait, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, just about music. Like, yeah. I wanted, yeah, I wanted entertainment to come out on the sewer. I pushed so hard for it, but like, again, like it just has to get. It was something like, oh, but we need the barcodes and serial numbers for each song and this and that. And I was just like, fuck. Like the registration would have taken too long. Right. And then if you're not on a major, it's kind of a dumb idea to put out a release. You know, on like around Christmas time in yeah, that market. Definitely historically it is. I don't even know if that shit matters anymore, but Yeah. Know. Um but yeah, they decided that was the best time to put it out. So I think it's a good time. Yeah. Cool, man. I just wish it was sooner because it's like I, I hate having it on my phone and listen and like I've I've given myself a break from listening to it because I want to be excited about it again. Right, yeah. But um but it just sucks because like I I like you know, wind up talking about it in interviews like every other day. And I have to like describe how tight it is, but I can't show somebody. It's kind of like, it's like you're on the phone and someone's like, so describe this painting that you can't show anybody yet. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's really colorful. They're like, well, how is it different? Like it's bigger and more colorful and like <laughs> tried some new things. You know what I mean? It's like, it's weird. It's yeah. No, totally. Well, you got the one Let's song out hype. now, Blonde, which is, which is up. The video's cool and the song is great, so people should check that out. And uh, lots more coming. Um, what's going on next for you guys? Um, actually, I'm about to go home for a minute. Yeah. Um, well, kind of. Then I'm gonna go to <laughs> LA and start doing some like writing stuff with some people. But um, uh, I, I kind of have a hard time like not working. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So I mean, if you know, I have the opportunity to go like work on other people's stuff. I'm very much going to do that. So I'm going to be home for like four days, five days, and then go to L.A., go home for Christmas time, and then probably go back out there again before entertainment drops, and yeah. then we go to Australia and touring forever starts. Right, Australia with the main, right? Yeah, yeah. And I read, I read somewhere that- You did the research. I read- oh, damn, oh, Come on, I've been doing this a long time. And okay. um, I read that you used to have beef with John from the main because your girlfriend in high school uh, <laughs> was obsessed with him. Not- not real beef, but yeah. It was but that's like, the funniest thing because I can totally relate to that. When I was in high school, my girlfriend's favorite band was Lagwagon, and she like <laughs> was obsessed with the singer for Lagwagon. And when I like finally right. met him, I was like, "Guy's a dick." And I'm like, "Wait a second, he's the nicest guy ever in the world." I'm just still in my grade ten jealous boyfriend mindset. Right. See, like when I, like, I, I was already, I definitely was not still like any kind of butthurt. But when I saw him at Warp Tour on the on day one. <laughs> I went up to him and I was like, yo, and I shook his hand. And I was like, so I used to like hate you <laughs> <laughs> because my girlfriend, when I was like 15, she loved you. And he was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> like, Awkward. anyway, take us to Australia. Nice. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Bye. <laughs> see you in like the, you know, warp tour. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, see you in the catering line. Yeah, or exactly. More awkwardly the shower line. Yes. Yeah, and I'm just going to be like mean mugging him the whole time too from like some like decade-long vendetta. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, Australia's going to be f- fucking the bad. You've never been there, right? No, I'm scared. Like I heard they have the most fucked up spiders. They do. Yeah, they do. <sighs> That's true. You'll see I, like spiders like size your hand and stuff. <sighs> and snakes. I'm not okay. <laughs> no. But the shows are going to be sick and it's beautiful country. You're going to love it. Cool. Well, dude, thanks for taking the time, man. I, uh, I'll let you get back to your 
whatever you're doing, your coffee. I'm sure you're done it by now. I think I might go for round two. Actually, do I mean, it. I th- Drink one yeah, for me because I because I'm I'm quit. Ooh, so you know, I can I can do that actually. All right, man. Cool. Yeah. Anything thank else you for to tell the me. people before I let you go? Yeah. Um, bathe regularly. Change your socks. Uh, look yeah. for Wi-Fi, but don't get on any weird Wi-Fis because I heard that's how like uh, they find naked pictures of you. Is if you leave your Bluetooth on and your Wi-Fi. Uh, oh, okay. Pre-order my album so I can live in a mansion. And uh, your dad can think you're cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the poster. Oh, yo, yeah, right. I wanted that platinum record. That's yeah, right. Yeah, platinum record. Jeff, this could be the one. If it, happens, needs, if, if it happens, if it happens, I'm just going to be like, well, hey, now it's I've, because now of I've this seen podcast. everything. Yeah, it'll it's help. Because of this podcast, it'll help. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, and Jeff still needs that car with windows that you know can roll up. He still doesn't have that. <laughs> I love it all, man. Well, dude, thanks so much, man. Great talking to you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, all the best, Austin. Cheers. Cool. Later. So there it is with Austin. What a funny fucking dude. He had me in stitches. Uh, <laughs> uh, and definitely follow him on Twitter. It's Austin, A-W-S-T-E-N, uh, at Austin, just like that. He is a very funny guy in there. Definitely worth a follow. And uh, Waterpark's doing some big things. Definitely doing some huge things. So be sure to check out their new record and catch them on tour. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Make sure you subscribe. If you like the show, please feel free to write a review on iTunes, preferably five stars. And of course, check out the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club and my personal Amazon wish list. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you with a tune. Here's a new one from Waterparks, a great tune, super catchy. Here's Blonde on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love. We'll see you next week. At least it's all about you I think the bonds are done with fun At least it's all about you I think the bonds are done We're all too cool for fun I go blonde when I'm sad What a motivation I had To make my soul beat in something I heard that that Haven't been home in some months I haven't loved myself Just watching friends online Look like they need some help I never ask about the way, why, or how I want a privacy routine and everything between a while They're just defining me out I never wanted to be thinking this love At least it's all about you